0: Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And I had to bring my guy back, Reginald Brown, one of my favorite Louisville fans, um, because it's been a lot going on with the Louisville basketball program. And today, I got to figure out if Kenny Payne is the right guy for the job. So the first thing I want to ask you, my guy, is after four games, give me a letter grade.
1: After four games, I give him I give him a C C minus.
0: A C. Because
1: he he has a struggle on some things. And by uh, you know the game where we where the player hit uh, a buzzer beater to beat us, we had timeouts to give. Mm. So you know whenever you whenever you have I'm not timeouts, we have fouls to give. So whenever you have fouls to give, you don't let no man get no shot out. You know you foul them until you are out of fouls. Then you play defense. Which, at the time, I thought was a good thing to do. Just go ahead and play it out. You know, he just hit a tough shot. You can't get mad if he hits a tough shot.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of people criticize um, Calipari for different things like that, man. You you think that's where he's getting some of that from?
1: Man, I, I really think he's getting it because he's a first-time head, first-time head coach. And people really was like... Uh, well, why would we hire him? You know, he's a first-time head coach and this and that. We know what that means when they start doing start doing that. They they'll say it's not the reason. They'll say, Oh, we love these type of players and all that. No. You didn't really want Kenny, so you you don't you don't be negative on everything he does. Right. Especially for the people who didn't want
0: him. I got you. Um so let me ask you this, right? So his reputation, especially at Kentucky, and well, we can even say in the NBA too. So he, a lot of people give a lot of credit to Calipari's success to Kenny Payne, especially when it comes to like him uh, having relationships with the high school recruits. Um, you know, he even even put the poster up with the the kids that he recruited, and and he was uh, developing in the NBA such like that and he has some Kentucky guys on there and you know different things like that so he he has a reputation of being a, a, a excellent recruiter and the developer of talent especially you know he got a lot of credit for Kentucky's big man right um what? so what I want to ask you is with the basically the way the game is changing and evolving the traditional big man is definitely getting phased out of the game um most of the time they want guys that's playing face up basketball. It's no real true well, I ain't gonna say it's none left, but it's very few true traditional back to the basket centers um and a lot of these guys, you know they're not staying around to be developed any much anyways in college, so basically you know with with this transfer portal and everybody jumping in the draft um how do you think he's dealing with that so far?
1: Uh, well, I know he missed on this year's trans transfer portal. And uh, it's going to be an adjustment. Listen, listen, Kenny left Kentucky and went to the NBA for two or three years, if I'm not mistaken. He was there. I think he was there the whole year. Mac was there. Mac was at Louisville. So he was been in the NBA for three years. So when you. When you're not here to develop them relationships with them recruits when they're young, especially his 23 class. In his 23 class, he didn't really have – he got one player, which is Curtis Williams, is the number one player in Michigan. You have Caleb Wynn, which they'll say was a Matt recruit, but he signed with Kenny. When, when you're not here to be on the trail, be on that recruiting trail, getting them kids ears, especially with the DJ, DJ Wagner situation, how long has Cal been in that boy's life?
0: Well, Cal says he's known him ever since he was born, which I believe that's the case, just because he's so close to his father.
1: How long has Kenny been in that situation?
0: I mean, he, I don't, I don't know what his relationship to them well, is, well, but from
1: previous back Kentucky, but you got to think, Cal has been everything to that boy. He helped his father. He's did, been there since yeah. day one. It's not on. It's not. It's, Louisville fans wanted to involve overnight. This year's transfer portal, he reached out in Monty Bates, Tyrese Hunter. But how can you tell a kid, hey, come here. This is before the, the A.I.R.P. even made that decision. Before we knew we wasn't getting no band. How can you tell a kid, hey, come here and play for me? And let's, you know, put this, get this shit right and get Louisville back on top. And you got another coach saying, why would you go to Louisville? They're going to be banned this year. They got a cloud over there. They're going to be banned for two years. I would use that if I was a... If, if I'm recruiting against Louisville when they had this over their head. why would you go know there? They're going to be banned two years. Oh, They're going to get the death penalty. They was already on probation from when, from the strippers. So how do you think the NCAA is going to come down on them then? Then as a kid, you thinking, these kids want to showcase their talent in March. Not in November, December, January. It's all about March in college basketball. They want to be able to showcase their talent. So they can get to the next level.
0: Do you and
1: think? I feel like, oh and yeah. I feel like T- Kenny was already at a disadvantage because he, when he got hard. If we would have did what Seth Greenberg said and Hard Kenny back when we fired Mac, went on in Hard Kenny in January, February, so he could hit the recruiting trail, so he can get to know some of these players. He came in in the summer. Some of these players already know what they're
0: doing. Yeah. That's true. Um, do you, do you think that um I know he it probably wasn't possible for him to really get in with these recruits, but especially not for this season right here. But do you think that it's possible that he still could have reached out and got a little bit more done in the transfer portal? Uh, Oh shit, I think he froze up. Did you hear what I said? No,
1: nah, I d I didn't hear that question. I hear
0: that. So I I was basically saying, you know, he really didn't have enough time to get in with the um, recruits for this season, especially. But do you was you kind of shocked or did you expect him to be able to do more with the transfer portal for this season? Uh, I really think the transfer
1: portal forward uh, Persuade some kids to come here, but uh, after they kids I think they're just coaching ability, like, and uh, I'm just gonna hit the 24 class hard because in the 24 class he has been hitting me hard. You know, we've had multiple fast stars on campus. We got a uh, guy that's in the 24 class. uh, Trayton Stokes, he plays out in California, but he's from Woof. The one kid that we posted in the group, and he's dunking like skin kid with dreads. And uh, I think the 24 class is gonna be a lot, lot more better for Kenny. And a lot of people, they they was you know they they, they want to say that his stance on NIL is garbage. Like, why wouldn't you tell a kid come here? We got all the money in the world. And people will put that narrative out there that he said he's not going to use NIL when he didn't say that. What he said is it's not going to be his primary focus. We got NIL money. I mean, why would why wouldn't Louisville have NIL money? But I'm not going to go in there and say, hey, I got three million for you. Especially if you're trying to build a culture, you want a kid to come here for that culture, not just for that money.
0: Right. Um... You
1: want to you want to build a brand
0: and that's what i was going to ask you too i'm i'm glad you touched on that um how do you feel about that like so you think that um they should lead with just developing the culture versus that cuz i i feel like a a lot of kids nowadays i i feel like they are definitely looking for that money man um and and have you you know what what's it what have you been getting from the players that's already on the team have they really been like Getting deals and things like that, are like, how's it actually been for NIL with the current players?
1: A couple of players got some local deals, like Mike James got a deal with a uh, t shirt hooligan, it's a t shirt company. Uh, Sydney Curry got a deal, with, uh, I won't say with uh, Jeep. Uh, Eli Ellis got a couple deals with a couple, of, uh, like with, with a crypto guy and a couple other things. Now, I'm not saying Kenny shouldn't leave with NIL. No, I'm not saying he should. What I'm saying is put it into your culture. Like, I heard we're going to come here and build a brand. We got NIL money. I can guarantee you this Louisville's a big city. It's money. It's money here. Like, you got KFC here. You got Junior Bridgman, Junior Bridgman who owns Young. You got other little Lexuses who can give kids uh, NIL deals. I'm not saying make it, I'm not saying not to use NIL. But I understand where he's coming from, where he said he wants to build a culture,
0: Right.
1: And Cal, Cal might be using NIL. He's not, it's not the first thing. When he comes to a T's room, who wouldn't want to play for Kentucky? Right.
0: It's
1: Kentucky basketball. But that's how T's wants school He wants kids to know, hey, that's Louisville, that's Louisville basketball. Not just, oh, well, because you know they don't offer the most money. If you're doing that for the most money, you might as well go play overseas.
0: Right. Um... Okay, so basically, you what what I'm getting from you is you feel like you might have to take some bumps early in his tenure in Louisville, and he's going all in in 2024. But what I want to what what I want to ask you next is, you know, last year y'all was struggling a little bit. I think y'all was 13 and 19, and uh, I don't think y'all won more than 13 games since 2019. <laughs> And y'all's last tournament appearance was four years ago. And with the way that mm-hmm. the fans are already reacting now, because I know you've been kind of having some issues with them, do you think that that this will blow up before 2024? Or you think they will actually, like, give him enough time to get there?
1: Oh, they got to give him time. He definitely got this year and next year. But you see, you see how short his lease is, though, which is unfair. Because Mack had four years and he didn't accomplish shit in four years. This is, these are Max recruits. They learning a whole new system. They learning how to play fast-paced basketball. They're learning how to press. They're learning to the dribble drive. Matt didn't teach all that. It was backline defense and emotional offense. We, we don't help the players to run a dribble drive. He has to teach it. He has to embed that into them. And like he said, the practices, they haven't been great. But he, I've seen I, me personally. I've seen the I, I, I've seen improvement each game. But I just wanted to put it together for put it together for forty minutes.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, and and it's kind of tough because y'all. I think correct me if I'm wrong, but every single game y'all lost by one point, right?
1: One point. Now if we was three and zero, would we hear this?
0: Nah, definitely not.
1: Yeah, we would if we three zero and we won by one, okay, you might have said, oh, we beat nobody by one. We, we we beat such and such by one. Oh, we, we lose the mid-majors and stuff like teams don't lose the mid-majors. Like, Bellarmine won their conference the last two years. They're a tournament team if they are able to make the tournament because of a bullshit NCAA rule. Wright State made the tournament last year.
0: Yeah, you got a point. Um, So... I know we had talked a little bit earlier in the summer and you had some predictions and you were saying that you felt like a successful season. If I remember correctly, you said, "Uh, you did you say make the tournament? Right, yeah, that's what I thought. So you said make the tournament. So now, let me ask you again, with what you've seen so far, and I know you said they've been improving, but do you still feel like Tournament is a successful season for Louisville, and do you think that they can actually make the tournament at this point?
1: We had to steal some games in Maui. Uh, it's, it's it's not hard. It's, it's really not hard. Uh, I thought they would be farther along than where they are. Uh, but uh, there's a chance. You never know. A team could get hot. A team could get hot. And uh, make the tournament. And uh I think they can get close. If they if they can put it together, after Maui, we got a couple games where we I feel like we can win. Uh you know how to steal a couple games from a couple of top teams. But uh I'm still always standing on my stance. I'm not gonna never change it up. I feel like if he if we can make the tournament if he makes a tournament this year with this team, then he he deserves. More time. I don't give him a extension, right? Because this is not his players. He got somebody else's players that he's coming in and playing with. And let's be honest, our best player right now so far is Eli Ellis. He's averaging them eight, eight, near eight turnovers a game. <laughs> so we can cut down on turnovers. For real, like we. It don't matter how many points you score. You can score thirty points, but you got two assists and eight turnovers. Right. So if we, if we can cut down on turnovers, play as a team. Get Sidney Carey going because people fail to realize i said second best player who's supposed to, supposed to be our second best player has it got one yet. So if we can get him out of a slump, I just see making the tournament being a successful season. I'm not gonna never turn my back on Kenny because I have faith in. It.
0: Right. So what what are you looking at as far as like um y'all's finishing the ACC like where where do you think y'all stand at? Uh,
1: they gotta sit. Finishing second to last, I say we'll finish mid pack top eight. I do see us finishing top eight because the ACC really is not really not that strong this year. You gotta think Florida State's 0 and 0 and and 4. Who, who would have thought Florida State would be 0 and 4 right now?
0: Yeah, for sure. But
1: it's early, it's November,
0: right? Yeah, um. It's, it's kind of hard because I kind of feel like even though I thought um, Kentucky would be a little farther along, uh, I feel like um, with them not getting to play them first couple games with Oscar, I feel like against Michigan State, they kind of looked a little lost. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of anxious to see what they're going to look like today against the Zags. Um Cause I need to get a feel for what what type of team they're gonna be against competition. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, I feel like a lot of teams are gonna take uh, some bumps early this year. I don't really feel like there's no standout team that just looked super dominant. Right. It looked like a bunch of average teams that's trying to figure some stuff out. Um,
1: look, Baylor lost to Virginia last night.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think um, it's gonna Colorado, be a lot of-
1: Colorado just beat Texas A M, who's a top. 25 team, by damn near 30. Put one
0: on three on them. Yeah. I think oh, it's... it's,
1: it's top wide open.
0: Yeah, that's that's the feeling that I'm getting. Um, I ain't really got to watch North Carolina yet, but I know even though they've been winning, I, I feel like a lot of people have been saying they've been struggling too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it feels like it's a lot of teams trying <laughs> to figure it out, man. Um, but with that being said, you know, everybody... Uh, You know, they always talking about the Kentucky fans and how crazy we are. But like I said, you have been going back and forth crazy with the Louisville fans. And I even heard you say that you starting to feel like the Louisville fans is just as crazy as the Kentucky fans. So what's what's your gripe with the Louisville fans right now, man? It's the gripe. Okay, look, I
1: don't I don't have a problem with you criticizing Kenny about, you know, the, the team, hey, Chris has a way. But when you call for this man's job after three games, you calling for him to be fired after three games? That my impression right there is I already know how you. I already know how you feel. Just come on out and admit it. Don't hide. Admit. It. Admit. Because it. he's black. You wanted him fired. We didn't do it with Matt give him time this and that but matt came in with a team that was nice so man these fans man they they did me beheaded bro like i had to shut Twitter down for the day from uh that day i was going at him yeah but i just man. i just had to like give it a break bro like I just don't get it i don't understand it but like I said there, there, there are true fans that are that's gonna stick back any. and once he get his players in we don't see we, we, we don't see what them fake fans is about Right. What we don't
0: see. And and speaking of that, man, you know, it's always when it comes to attendance and different things like that, it's always seems like it's usually Syracuse, Kentucky, and Louisville, you know, for them top several spots with most fan attendance. But it kinda seemed like things is looking a little sketchy with the Louisville fans. They not Selling out like they normally do. Do you think it's just because they ain't playing the competition right now? Or do you think that uh, the fans is trying to make a point that they unhappy with the program?
1: they trying to make a point. They're they trying to make a point. That's fine. That's fine. It, fans like myself are being there. You just you just give it more tickets. You just keep doing what you're doing. you just putting more tickets out there so me and my the fans like myself can go back. We can finally go to the games now.
0: Right, you
1: <laughs> know, I, I, I'm not on. I'm not worried about attendance. It's just a product too. You know, once you start, if you start getting five stars, four five, five stars in here, then you, you you'll see that change. And then uh, it's all about who you play to.
0: Do you think that it's any possible way that things could continue in the direction that they are now, and that the fans would actually completely call for the job and? Kenny may end up stepping down or being fired. Do you do you think it's any possible way that could happen this season?
1: No, I don't think it is. Uh I think the I think the AD Josh Hurd, I think he has faith in Kenny. And uh he even said it when he hard Kenny, it's gonna be a process. Even Kenny said it. Give him time. Give him time. And the fans who ain't giving them time, you know, they'll hop off the bandwagon. but as soon as we land the first five couple, two or three five stars here, here they come right back and i just want to stay away don't cheer for another team if you feel like that if you feel like that if you can't be with, if you can't be with me when i'm down why you gonna be with me while i'm up that's fake yeah. fake man I'm, I'm, I'm here i'm here to put shit we just been through five years of hell what's one more year
0: now i, I agree with you man you know like i was saying uh They hadn't been in the tournament for the last four years.
1: Um. People say, well, you know, we we got banned. The tournament got banned that one year, and we would have made the tournament. But the year that they talking about, when I think UK, they beat us in rough, we lost our last six or seven games. We looked horrible going into the tournament. That's one big break they was talking about Louisville before they, you know, they went on and canceled it. They was like, can the Taurus bounce back? He was ranked number one that year at that time of that year. But look at the players he had on that team. He had a Jordan Noah, Stephen Enoch. You had point guard play, David Johnson. Um, uh, you had a bench where you can go to the bench. He can't even go to the bring players off the bench. That's why Hersey Miller's playing so much. <laughs> Cause the other the other kid, Devin Reed and Fabio, who is supposed to be taking those minutes, that's why you see Zan Payne playing. They not up to speed.
0: Yeah.
1: I'ma teach, I'm teaching you a lesson. You're not playing, so let's get to practice on time. Like they they showing up late to practice. But he said, it's once that's once you get your mind right then you can go ahead and deserve, you know, win. Like you said, win and learn. They learning.
0: Um, how do you feel about his coaching staff so far? Because, you know, everybody was kind of making a big deal about that too. Like he was bringing in the all-star staff. Do you feel like they've been, you know, living up to the hype or like, how do you feel about them guys?
1: Yeah, they, they, they living up to the hype, you know, uh, That's what people, I knew it was going going to come come down to that. Kenny Payne, Nolan Smith, uh, Danny Manning, they're not not playing. They're not out there playing. We can only give you, I can only take you so much and tell you so much, eventually it's going to click. Now, for people who didn't play organized basketball under the whistle, because I played football and basketball under the whistle, Sometimes it's not going to click. Sometimes at practice, my coach had to tell us, oh, y'all want uh we're running set plays. let run this right. we run running baseline. You don't want to run the plays right. Go to the baseline. Let's run. Until you get that, okay, now. Now it's fluent. The ball's moving, this and that. we we not turning the ball over. It's, it's all a process, especially these kids been through. Dude, last year, that coach quit on them. Mid-season, quit. And they they trying to learn a whole new system, a whole new defense. I just just give them time, man. How? Give them time. One, one stat I want to say is, and I heard this yesterday, Louisville started 0-3 in 86. Really? 0-3. Yeah, that's
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> and
0: they won it in 86. Right. They figured it out. So, well, since you said that, you know, when – or how many games in would you start to really feel like okay they either should have figured it out by now or they just don't know what they're doing because when it comes to Kentucky I'm gonna give them about twelve games uh, about, 12,
1: 15, about, about 12, 13 games.
0: twelve thirteen games 13 and you feel like then you got
1: a whole you've been in a whole month you've been there a whole you know playing games a whole month like back some of these kids on this team don't have simple basketball IQ. Now, a lot of these young kids don't have basketball IQ. And AAU has killed
0: that. Yeah, yeah, I, blame I agree. blame for that. Yeah.
1: It's not yeah. simple basketball fundamentals. Box out. Put your... I my coach you to say, put your ass on somebody and move back. Box yeah. out. Hey, don't jump and try to make the pass.
0: Yeah. One thing that I used to tell people when Calipari first came here and, you know, uh, he would have his superstar guards like John Wall and boys. But the thing that I that I used to tell people is, man, it's going to take them a little while just to figure out how to play against competition again because they really, the majority of their games, it's just too easy for them. And, you know, they they rely mostly off athleticism and different stuff like that more than they do their fundamentals and, you know, situations like that. So I feel like um, it takes a lot of the younger kids like you said, it might take them a month or even sometimes two months before they just figure out what they' capable of doing okay, against. Yeah, it, it
1: might, yeah. You feel me? It's it's, it's like a uh, like you go to work, and you learn a job. You're, gonna, you're not gonna be good on that job your first couple of weeks, but once you start doing it after a while, it just it just used to it. You know, you keep doing it, it's it's like repetitive. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, man it looked it looked like they definitely got a lot of work to do um you know i'm a am going to keep my eye on them i might even go to a couple of games one of one of my partners man he got season tickets i said man i i go i check out a couple of games with y'all i just told him i said man i I can't wear Louisville gear though, bro. I said. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, fine. I, I said I might have to throw on my UK, but if you can't handle lead, I said I'm just gonna have to go neutral, man. I said I I, ca- I can't wear Louisville gear, but I said I'll definitely go up wear, there. Wear some,
1: wear, wear some black or something.
0: Yeah, I'm, I I, had to, I might be able to do that for y'all, man. But yeah, I look I look forward to checking checking things out. I I've never been to a game in Yum yet, so uh, you know what? I look I look forward to. To getting it in this year, man. But anyway, I just anyway. want to see
1: how they play because Monday we play Arkansas, it was a first ranked team. Oh yeah, I, you know, you gotta, get, you gotta get up for, for teams like that. I want to see how they how they come out and how they respond.
0: Yeah, I I'm definitely gonna check that one out. Like I said, man, uh, a lot of teams about to start getting tested. Kentucky got a a, a pretty nice schedule where I could see them dropping a few. Um, things could get ugly in Lexington because it's a lot of people that just kind of fed up with Coach Calipari, even though you know they've had a decent amount of success at Kentucky. Um, you know, I try to tell people, I say, man if you took everything away and and you just look at what happened and you got a coach that gave you a championship and four final fours in 13 years, you would probably be satisfied. I said, but everybody sees the talent. Everybody hears Calipari. Um, so focused on what his kids do in the pros and different things like that and I said it, it it's caused a lot of the fans to really uh, look at things a little sideways I think they thought they would get more championships out of this uh freshman uh reload situation and uh, they haven't so things is um this is definitely a big year for a lot of basketball programs I think um it's going to be uh, a big year for North Carolina to see what Hubert Davis does after what he ended up accomplishing. I think um, – He got back. Yeah, so we got, we got to see what they do. Um, it's going to be a lot of pressure on John Shire uh, replacing Coach K, um, Kenny Payne, Calipari. It's a lot of coaches that's going to be under some pressure. Mark Few, because I feel like um, Mark Few been uh, skating under the rug uh, – he been he been hiding a little bit and I think it's time for people to start looking at him a little wild uh like they do all these other coaches man
1: yeah he definitely he definitely gotta uh he definitely gotta hear the music hear the noise yes sir they uh thinking they think about uh guys that are joining the Big 12 so
0: I I I wouldn't mind seeing that happen actually uh they need they need to get some real tests man um you know
1: yeah he, he always his schedule he know he know his his uh harvest schedule is weak, so he he does schedule tough teams. I will say that he he he, he does schedule the dupes the the uh, the well now he got a schedule with y'all, you know yeah. UK, and hopefully we lose get back to the park, we, we can get on that schedule.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I'm looking forward to it, but um, uh, yeah, man. I'm sure we'll uh. We'll do it again. We'll have to check back in and and see. uh, Me
1: and season review?
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Well, anyways, I I appreciate you being on the show, man, and we'll get back at it next time, brother.
1: No problem, brother. Hey, thank you for having
0: me. Yes, sir. Sports and Discourse, Derek Stevenson.